lovely to have such a bubbling room of people. Um, my name is Annika. I use they, them pronouns. It's really lovely to um, be up here. I'm not usually one of the people that is up here. Um, I'm like a fun bonus round today. Uh, so it is, um, we're in the middle of our series on the prophets um, and how uh, in the Bible and still in our modern day, we can understand prophets as, as um, reading the world and saying no to some things and saying yes to some things. Um, and I am really interested in that in-between, in-between the yes and the no, um, in, in the maybe and in the figuring out what we say yes to and what we say no to. Um, so in, in a bid to get you all into uh, my brain, um, or my, maybe my, like, my uh, English lit teacher brain, um, I've put together some, or I've selected, curated even, some, um, some poems for us today. And I know poetry is not everyone's cup of tea. It is mine, so I'm, again, enforcing my will upon you. Uh, and, yeah, these poems are poems that, for me at least, um, spark something of a question or um, begin, help, they help me to begin to think along hope, more hopeful lines, um, maybe a more hopeful world that we are building together. Um, and you might look at them and, and think, God, what, how does this inspire hope in you? And that's okay. <laughs> I, I hope that there is a flavor of hope here for everyone, um, from the big to the small. Uh, but yeah, basically, I'll do some more caveats and, and some intro thoughts, and then we'll uh, wander around the room. There's sort of three stations around. Um, you can have a look at all of the poems. You can have a look at, just spend time with one that catches your eye. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll set up the framing somewhere in a second, but um, that's the kind of main shape of, of the service today. Um, yeah, so it's also, uh, because it's our community lunch day, it's our liturgical service, um, and this is liturgical in like the loosest sense possible, in that we are in a church, and there are some words, and I will ask you to respond in some way to those words. <laughs> um, so... You may like to respond by throwing up your, or um, scrunching up your ball of uh, poem and throwing it into a corner, and that's okay. Uh, you might like to respond by drawing some images on the sheet of paper. Um, I maybe advise a shorter poem so you have some more negative space to work with if, if you choose that as your adventure. Or you might like to draw directly onto the butcher's paper um, or write or um, fidget with a pen thinking about everything and nothing at all. So we welcome all kinds of responses uh, to these poems. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's sort of the shape of the day. Um, at the end, um, I might ask that as you look around the room, if there's a poem that you feel particularly strongly about, positively or negatively, uh, whether you might feel like reading it out loud at the end. So in an ideal world, we'll have um, someone reading everyone, uh, each of the poems. Um, and then we'll hold some space just in, in the quiet. Um, I'll light our centre candle instead of communion and um, 
we can each light a candle of hope from that. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. Does that feel okay to, to dive in? Oh, I got a couple of two thumbs up, so that's very positive indeed. I'm just checking. Oh, I did have a note here. Uh, so, content note, as much as these are intended to provoke hope, they are also dealing with both the reality of the no's and the yeses of the world. So, um, if, they, if you are responsible for a kid in the room, you might like to just accompany them as, um, say, as they read some of the poems. Um, and also, uh, your mileage may vary. Some of the things that are um, upsetting to you might not be for other people, so if it is, I invite you to um, like engage with it however you need to. Yeah, like I say, if you need to scrunch it up into a ball and throw it across the room, A+. Plus. Um, if you need to just move along and find something that feels a bit more hopeful, also A+. Plus. There's no way to fail at this. Um, gorgeous. So, um, maybe if we can get some like ambient music. I'm sorry I didn't queue up anything. Um, and we can have a little walk around, uh, have a little reflect, and have a little read of some poetry. Cool? Any questions? Any complaints? Lodge them with me. <laughs> Let's go. Folks are ready to come back to the main. If you want more time, maybe just stick up your hand. That's totally fine. Yeah, great. I'd love maybe just a couple of responses about like what that was like. Um, did you notice anything happening in the room? Did you noticing notice anything happening in you? Um, yeah. What was what was that like? I just love the power of that array of voices to sort of draw lines from so many different directions through the same space. Uh, very peaceful as well. And yeah, nice to see the bits that stuck out to different people and bits that I probably would have looked over initially and then gone, oh, someone connected to that. That's nice. I loved seeing the, like, um, I sort of paired them pretty randomly, and it was really lovely to see connections happening across the poems, bouncing back from each other. It's always fun when you read stuff side by side. Um, and also really fun to read stuff communally. I loved all of your reflections on the tables. Um, any other noticings or um, things about what the experience was like? It's almost hard to put into words, but I think it's something about the complexity of life. You could read two poems that have totally different views and say, yes, they're both right. Um, the good that goes with the bad, the tragedy of the world, along with the simple joys and pleasures. And um, it was a great meditation on all of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for engaging with it so sincerely. It's my favourite genre of life. <laughs> yeah, sincerity. <laughs> Any 
other reflections before we maybe just read through the poems? Ooh. My one's just a very quick one. Um, just going around to all the poems, like they're all a bit different, but they still have that human connection. And I think everyone here could relate to every poem in some way. Yeah, gorgeous. Great. Shall we read some poetry? I said I promised I would get my English lit teacher on and y'all, I've been having fun. Um, does anyone, let's start with, does anyone uh, want to read some Audrey Lord, A Litany for Survival? Did anyone? Oh, love that. I do love Audrey Lord. A Litany for Survival. For those of us who live at the shoreline, standing upon the constant edges of decision, crucial and alone. For those of us who cannot indulge with the passing dreams of choice, who love in doorways, coming and going, in the hours between dawns looking inward and outward, at once before and after, seeking a now that can breed futures. Like bread in our children's mouths so their dreams will not reflect the death of ours. For those of us who were imprinted with fear like a faint line in the centre of our foreheads, learning to be afraid with our mother's milk, for by this weapon, this illusion of some safety to be found, the heavy-footed hoped to silence us, for all of us, this instant and this triumph, we were never meant to survive. And when the sun rises, we are afraid it might not remain. And when the sun sets, we are afraid that it might not rise in the morning. And when our stomachs are full, we are afraid of indigestion. And when our stomachs are empty, we are afraid we may never eat again. And when we are loved, we are afraid love will vanish. And when we are alone, we are afraid love will never return. And when we speak, we are afraid our words will not be heard, nor welcomed. But when we are silent, we are still afraid. So... It is better to speak, remembering we were never meant to survive. I forgot to factor in that I'll probably cry at every poem, so that's fine. It's just a, that happens. Um, thank you, Tish. Would anyone like to read Holding the Light? Holding the Light by Stuart Kestenbaum. For Kate Roods. Lani's laughing because I need glasses, but anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Gather up whatever is glittering in the gutter. Whatever has tumbled in the waves or fallen in flames out of the sky. For it's not only our hearts that are broken, but the heart of the world as well. Stitch it back together. Make a place where the day speaks to the night and the earth speaks to the sky. Whether we created God or God created us, it all comes down to this. In our imperfect world, we are meant to repair and stitch together what beauty there is. Stitch it with compassion and wire. See how everything we have made gathers the light inside itself and overflows. A blessing. If There Is Another World by Melina Morling. If there is another world, I think you can take a cab there or ride your old bicycle down Junction Boulevard, 
past the Paris Suisse Hotel with the Eiffel Tower on the roof, and past the blooming Magnolia and, and on to the corner of 168th Street. And if you're inclined to, you can turn left there and yield to the blind as the sign urges us, especially since it is a state law, especially since there is a kind of moth here on the earth that feeds only on the tears of horses. Sooner or later, we will all cry from inside our hearts. Sooner or later, even the concrete will crumble and cry in silence, along with all the lost road signs. Two days ago, 300 televisions washed up on a beach in Shiromachi, Japan, Japan after, ha after having fallen off a ship in a storm. They looked like so many oversized horseshoe crabs with their screens turned down to the sand. And if you're inclined to, you can continue in the weightless seesaw of the light through a few more intersections where people inside their cars pass you by in space and where you pass by them. Each car, another thought, only heavier. Ooh, would anyone like to read, I forget what it's called, but the, the kitchen table one. Um, perhaps the world ends here. Ooh, big hand up. Perhaps the world ends here by Joy Harjo. The world begins at a kitchen table. No matter what, we must eat to live. The gifts of earth are brought and prepared, set on the table. So it has been since creation and it will go on. We chase chickens or dogs away from it. Babies teeth at the corners, they scrape their knees under it. It is here that children are given instructions on what it means to be human. We make men at it, we make women. At this table we gossip, recall enemies and the ghosts of lovers. Our dreams drink coffee with us as they put their arms around our children. They laugh with us at our poor falling down selves and as we put ourselves back together once again at the table. This table has been a house in the rain, an umbrella in the sun. Wars have begun and ended at this table. It is a place to hide in the shadow of terror, a place to celebrate the terrible victory. We have given birth on this table and have prepared our parents for burial here. At this table we sing with joy, with sorrow. We pray of suffering and remorse. We give thanks. Perhaps the world will end at the kitchen table while we are laughing and crying, eating of the last sweet bite. Good bones. Did anyone feel... Ooh, quick hand up. Sorry. Auction. All right. Good Bones by Maggie Smith, who may or may not be the Maggie Smith actress, but I'm guessing. Life is short, though I keep this from my children. Life is short, and I've shortened mine in a thousand delicious, ill-advised ways. A thousand deliciously ill-advised ways I'll keep from my children. The world is at least 50% terrible, and that's a conservative estimate, though I keep this from my children. For every bird, there is a stone thrown at a bird. For every child loved, for every loved child, a child broken, bagged, sunk in a lake. Life is short and the world is at least half terrible. And for every kind stranger, there is one who would break you, though I keep this from my children. I'm trying to sell them the world. Any decent realtor walking you through a real shithole 
chirps on about good bones. This place could be beautiful, right? You could make this place beautiful. And then last but not least, the orange. The orange by Wendy Cope. At lunchtime, I bought a huge orange. The size of us made us all laugh. I peeled it and shared it with Robert and Dave. They got quarters and I had a half. (laughs) And that orange, it made me so happy, as ordinary things often do, just lately. The shopping, a walk in the park, this is peace and contentment. It's new. The rest of the day was quite easy. I did all the jobs on my list. I enjoyed them and had some time over. I love you. I'm glad I exist. (sighs) Thank you for indulging me in a really beautiful morning. I hope it was at least half as lovely for you as it was for me. Um, Instead of communion, I mean, not instead of, uh, savoury lunch will be our communion. Um, But I invite you to, uh, if you feel like, uh, lighting a little candle of hope, maybe a prayer for hope. Um, You can attach whatever symbolism you like. Uh, But the idea is that you all come up, if you'd like, and light from the the centre candle um, and just gently place your, your hope in a bucket of sand. Um, But that's about it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for reading out and um, reading in some poems with me. Yeah, go in peace.